This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. When you have time, check out the podcast, folks. Subscribe using your favorite podcast platform to the Kelly and Rumya podcast. While you're in there, if you don't mind, give us a rating and review. You've got so much great AMI content that you can find that way. But we'd appreciate you starting with us, uh, listening into the segments or the complete show where we put on an audio vanity card at the end of that complete show podcast. And this week, lots of great content going to be put on there as so many of us Contribute in our last week before the end of the year, our, our broadcast year right here. Keeping in mind, we uh, we are not on the air next week. It'll be some nice reruns of the program. We'll tell you a little bit more when someone tells us. Anyway, Grant Hardy with me today on the program. <laughs> and we want to welcome in producer Beth Deer to join us as she fills in, covering off headlines for, um, uh, oh yeah, that's you, Hardy. She's filling in for. Hey, Beth. Hey, call me Grant. Okay. All right. Uh, Grant Deere is on there now with us. Well, so Grant does that Deere. make you Beth Hardy? Beth Hardy and Grant Deere here. <laughs> How are you today? We Welcome back. Up. I'm good. How are you guys? Well, ask him. He's the one filling in. I'm just usually here. I'm just yeah, still here. How are you feeling, Grant? Mustn't complain. Mustn't complain. It's Monday, but it's always uh, gives me so much adrenaline uh, in a good way uh, filling in. Yeah, yeah, um, and it's Monday, but this time next week it's Christmas Day. Yay! Woo. Uh, Woo. Beth, are you going to have people gather around to watch the primetime special that you guys are stars in? Uh, it's on the funny. 29th? I was listening. I was listening to you guys talk about that, and um, I think that probably what I'm going to end up doing is it will just be my husband and I. But like you said, Kelly great excuse to like get some food and just like sit down and chill so i think that's probably gonna be what we end up doing i think you know what's the interesting thing in the case of yourselves that way is when you have people who can see watch it like we only know all the equipment that was there that apple orchard who produced it for us Mm -hmm. uh fedora's off to those guys everything they brought in to do it um the show is Certainly going to look a lot different than what you see day to day here on the program. Don't get that attached to it, folks. But it will be beautiful, and what what people get will get is a definite prime time feel. And Grant, I cut you off, didn't I? Oh, that's okay. No, I was just going to say it, you're absolutely right, Kelly. That's that's going to be fantastic. Uh, no, I was just going to mention. Uh, it's funny when you have uh, young kids, uh, you know, in your family whatever your, your partner's family and they're watching, you know, you giving your all, they're watching your headline segment or whatever. And the little kid, you know, four-year-old or whatever will be like, this is boring. I don't understand this. <laughs> and p- part of you, you're like, okay, we need to go outside, talk about this. And you're like, oh yeah, I'm joking. I'm joking. And then you're That's like, funny. Oh, okay, I guess we'll let him off the hook. He's young. <laughs> That's so funny. Cause like Henley has never seen like anything that I've, been in but there is one documentary that's on prime that cody put on once like i don't even know like a while ago but she's been able to talk for a while and she was like mommy <laughs> she was like questioning it's like um mommy i'm like yeah that is me we turn that off <laughs> but i really how can you I'm be on so the TV excited. and next to me at the same time? It doesn't make sense. I always I know, think like, if you could so only confused. break open the TV, 
you could meet all the characters inside the TV. That's right. Yeah, How come exactly. I'm not in there with you, by the way? How come I'm, and then she gets older. How come I'm not receiving the money you did for doing that? Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> where do you want to start, Beth? Um, so I kind of actually want to start at the last article, um, just because it's a bit more serious and then it's a lot of like Christmassy vibes. Um, so there was a Brampton landlord, um, that has, his tenant has racked him up about $30,000 in unpaid rent and still won't leave. So this poor wow. landlord has been trying to get him to leave for seven months. He's gone to like the landlord tenant board. I think that's what it's called. Um, mm -hmm. And he has, you know, asked, um, he's filed like eviction notices and all that stuff. But for whatever reason, the board is doing nothing about it. And I am just kind of shocked purely just because we're at a stage right now where like everyone is like fighting for housing and like you would think that like if there is someone who is meant to be paying rent and isn't and could maybe be living somewhere cheaper that they could potentially actually afford i'm like why wouldn't the landlord association or whatever go in and actually kick this guy out so that this poor person who is just in my opinion the poor landlord that's trying to make a living off of a property that he's he owns and has worked hard for why like why is this tenant still there and why have they been there for the mm. last seven months yeah it's funny i saw this and i have very mixed feelings like on the one hand yes absolutely because it's not fair that someone is for whatever reason, maybe struggling with mental health, maybe what, whatever his situation is, mm -hmm. uh, is just getting something for free that everyone, uh, most other people have to pay for. On the other hand, I'm kind of a little guy supporter. Like I tend to support the little guys because I know that the housing situation is just so crappy. And I'm almost a little bit glad that for the maybe one or two people here or there that are milking the system that there still is a lot of protection like that it's not so easy to just throw someone out obviously uh, yeah. in this particular case someone is exploiting it but i also mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i dare i say i'm i'm a little bit glad that those protections are there what what are your thoughts guys I I have I do have something else to say on this grant because I like I see where you're coming from. I am also a little guy supporter. Like I, no, I get yeah, it. And I'm not saying but, yeah. but I also think that this landlord is a little guy. Like he has his family home that him and his family lives in, and then he owns this other property. Like there's a quote from the article and it says, it's upsetting, it's saddening, it's a lot of different emotions. I would like my property back. Yeah, that's like fair. that's absolutely I just fair. I just feel so I, I do actually just feel so sorry for this guy. Like, I mean, obviously there's two sides to every story, and sure, we don't know what kind of state the tenant's in, but I'm just like, this poor man is now having to pay, you know, the mortgage on his own house and a property that he was meant to be renting out and kind of getting his head above water on and he's now finding himself and his family in over $30,000 worth of debt. Like that's insane. Yeah. That's yep. not great. Yep. It, it would, it would well, 
and I Go think ahead. where I'm struggling with these situations is because I, I agree with both of you on both counts um, to some degree, but I think we're, it's so complicated and it shouldn't be. Uh, we have we need rent control. Mm -hmm. That's that across the board in this country. Um, we need to watch these. Hey, we're renovating. Get out. You have nowhere to go. It's going to take us eight months. Go and find a new place. It's not easy to find places. Prices everywhere now are out of control, along with food out of control. Is it the landlord's fault? Is it my fault that we had a pandemic and things have gone up in price? Well, no, but I have to stop and wonder, is it really anyone? Is this really for real that things should be going up as much as they are? Or is it, again, a yeah. taking advantage of a situation and kind of like saying, well, it's going to cost that much. Canada pays the highest in cell phone rates. Why? Because Canada, Canada pays the highest in cell phone rates. There's no real reason. We just do. And that's what's gone on throughout the world. And there's no reason for Canada to pay more than other countries that are truly struggling. But they're able to put up yeah. something. They're able to have something. And it's not like our service is, I got to say, yes, we're a big country. And our service is likely to be a lot better than a lot of countries that I'm probably thinking of that are paying less. But we pay a mammoth amount more than anyone else. Not just a little. And that not is just because so, well, we're going to have five. So yeah, and so this Honestly, is where I feel this rent thing has become so ridiculous. And you stop and say, politicians, you could almost wave a magic wand and cut some of this back, at least slow this progression down. And I'm not mm -hmm. trying to take away from people who need to do plumbing, who need to bring these buildings, who are trapped in buildings that they can't actually bring up the code because they're too old and they're not allowed just to knock them down for different reasons or, or it's not feasible. Uh, go ahead, Beth. I honestly, Kelly, that cell phone thing is like such a good point uh, because when I moved here, that was like, there were lots of things that were shocking to me, but the price of my phone bill was oh. without a doubt, number one. I remember when I lived in England, I paid, I think, £25 a month, which sure maybe amounts to like $40, $43 Canadian possibly. Um and I was getting like unlimited text, unlimited calls, unlimited data. All over the UK, right? A, yeah. And like I was getting like no a long phone distance. upgrade like every 18 oh. months. Yeah. It's like, it's yeah, prices pretty, of stuff is just insane. It's pretty outrageous thinking about Canada and trying to relate pricing to both uh living like standard of living and also risk and i do completely understand like coming back to your point in in this article uh that you brought up that like renting out a place does come with some risk for you and the tenant but it should not be that risky like no nobody should mm -hmm. be essentially powerless to not get into debt especially because you know in theory you could just sue this person for the money back but i'm sure they don't have the money so it would be an, an unwinnable mm -hmm. unattainable judgment and well, yeah and landlord and yeah. tenant have been really backed up and this was what we've been hearing and that's been the excuse for not actually taking action because that's a lot of months a lot of money and no one should even want to allow a person to get that out of control because the reality is what what if and when they find in favor of the landlord who's who, who's helping this guy Hey, that 30 plus, 50 plus, whatever it is by then. Yeah, for sure.
Well, that was kind of a Debbie Downer topic. Let's move <laughs> to something Christmassy quick. There was a baby yeah. owl that was discovered in a US's family home in a Christmas tree. <laughs> a man was working at someone's house when he discovered an owl hiding in the Christmas tree. Somehow, this owner of the house and Christmas tree had got this tree home. They went out, picked out their family tree like they do every single year. And they had decorated. She said that she had spent hours decorating her tree and <laughs> somehow not found this owl and didn't realize it was in there. Um, other people said, like, when... I guess the daughter of this lady posted a video saying like we found this owl in the Christmas tree and I guess she was just flooded by people being like hey that's <laughs> happened to me I had a squirrel in mine I've had a possum in mine I've had bats in my Christmas tree and wow. all this stuff and the lady said she had three dogs and the Christmas tree is in their like main room that they use in the house and yeah no one realized this owl was in there except from this Even man the dogs like, didn't pay the attention <laughs> Like, I know no my way. dogs would be going insane. Even Patronus, the tree would be, like, be down. The tree, like what the hell is this? Yeah, <laughs> he's good at he's, they're good at camouflaging the owl. That's great. They're oh, a good predator, man, they and everyone's sleeping, and the owls there. Hoo, hoo, and everybody's else. Oh, what a wonderful place we live. You can hear the owls outside, just like they're inside here. Um, yeah, we I should buy a musical it, tree next year. Oh, exactly. Why don't we get one with a sound like that for the tree? Oh, man. I also know that there's been a lot, as I was saying, the bugs and stuff that have been in, but I have not mm -hmm. heard this size of something, an owl, squirrels in the tree. We'll talk squirrels later on in the show, too. Um, I mean, they're really in the Christmas spirit right now. So this was a great <laughs> item to bring forward, Beth. It, it's just tremendous. Yeah. Um, yeah it Beth, thanks for... Oh, go ahead, Grant. No, I was just going to say, it's we've heard all of this... Uh, a lot where, you know, a cat is found in a luggage, you know, a suitcase, mm -hmm. now an owl is found in a tree. <laughs> and what I really love is like how well adapted these animals are. And they're, they're okay. They're always okay. Um, oh, I can't yeah, and that. this owl was completely fine. He was completely yeah. fine. And he's With been the family back out the tree. a while. <laughs> wow. Beth, awesome. Thank you kindly. Thank you for having me, uh, Grant. It was so fun filling in for you. Thanks, Beth. Uh, Grant will be back Wednesday with headlines as Beth filled in today for him on the program as he's co-hosting. Up next on the show, we speak with Mother Hen of the Wheelie Peeps. Bean Gill joins us to talk about her new show here on AMI-tv and beyond. Stick around. Keep it here for more of Kelly and Ramya on AMI-tv. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor.